Welcome back to the New Wave Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Brennan Sam. Joining me as usual is Shade Sam. Hello. I didn't ask how you were doing yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, anyways, I guess you're doing good. I'm also doing good. That's good. Good. Better than good. Bad. It is good. Indeed. Good. It's good that we're doing good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Have I said good enough times that you believe me? <laughs> um, anyways, this week, uh, we're doing something a little different. We are. One of the things, one of, one of the reasons Shade and I picked such a an, an ambiguous name for this podcast is because we're nerds not just about, like, regular nerdy stuff. Yeah. We're nerds about... Everything. Everything. Like, that everything we like. that we like, we go super deep into. Yeah. Um, and or, that applies to music. Or else, we usually both will have a seizure. Uh, yeah, usually we gotta, we have to know as much as humanly possible. We do, we gotta um, dive deep in that. Yeah, so that extends to music, and music is a, a, a big part of mine and Shade's friendship. I mean, we even have a playlist yeah, together. together. We, like, with, with, it's what? How long is it? It's like 1,300 songs or something stupid. It, it's like, like 70 hours. <laughs> yeah, 70 hours. That's, it's wild. It's kind of probably insane, but it is what it is. It's worth um, it, bro. Anyways... <laughs> The um the alb or the soundtrack for Black Panther Wakanda Forever dropped what today yesterday as the time of this recording yeah um okay so yeah I think we're gonna we're gonna go through and give give a, a just a, a nice little quick review of um of the the album and pick out the ones that we liked and just discuss them a little bit yeah why we liked them you know stuff like that yeah. So there's there's gonna be a couple that Brennan liked more, you know, at the start. That I yeah, there's like. there's quite a few that that we um, there were no songs. I'm gonna say that there were no songs in here that like I loved. Yeah, there wasn't a song to me that spoke out to me and was like, I am gonna this is I'm gonna be bumping this <laughs> except for I mean? alone. Alone, I'll be bumping. Yeah, that was a good one. But no, I, no woman, no cry. I'll be bumping that. I don't think alone is going to be a daily repeat for me, though. I think I'll probably listen to it once, you know, every every week, week or so. Yeah, yeah. I, it won't be a daily repeat, but it'll be every week. Yeah, not, we, not a daily bumper. <laughs> if they would have dropped no woman, no cry slash all right, I'd be bumping. Oh, that. I'd be bumping to that. Yeah, but and, yeah. Um, we were talking um before and about how it felt like. The first Black Panther, the first soundtrack was made with like well-known artists and, you know, it was built to be like a hit machine. Whereas this feels, it's, it feels more like a, um, a culturally, they're trying to go for a more culturally appropriate and, and, and rich album, you know? So I think, um, I think the reason why this, this album is more socially or this album is more centered for like it's like culturally yeah culturally centered all almost all of the songs are different cultures or mixed you know mainly mainly spanish and uh african and african yeah but again i i think that's because um uh the villain and the 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 villain is the protagonist the good guy yeah okay the villain and the protagonist they you know they live almost in the same region you know or like yeah it but it's like it's a different it's a whole nother country and right know, and like um Namor is Spanish in this one you know but well or he's not Spanish his I. His culture is derived from like yeah. Aztec culture. I don't know if they've ever if they've explicitly been like it's Aztec, but it's that's what it's derived from. But like you you know, so I completely forgot how I worded yeah, it. Yeah, so the way you described it earlier is that like um the the reason the first album and I don't even know if this is intentional, but you it's a really good point that you made while we were eating is that the first album is filled with well, it's produced by Kendrick, right? So it's like mostly rap. It's like yeah. American music. And the point that you made was that the villain... Oh, yeah, that Killamonger is from Brooklyn, New York. So a lot of songs are rap heavy. Right. And it, it makes sense that it's American music. Whereas in this one, the villain is Namor, who is, you know, a, of yeah. some sort of Latin heritage. I mean, even in the first one, even in the first album, they still had African... Uh, at, like times where 
Yeah. Like African singers would show up. That's because, you know, Wakanda's also in it, but America's also a really big part in it. You know, they're trying to steal vibranium to take it over to America or Killamonger when he becomes, you know, king of Wakanda. He's trying to send all that over to America. So America and Wakanda, big parts. I mean, of course, Wakanda is, (laughs) but like America's a big part. So that's why I, you know, I mean, so African culture you know, and, and their language was still in the first album. This one is mainly African language and and Spanish and Hispanic, you know, like tied together. It's infused too. Like it's fused in the same songs. Some, sometimes it's separately, sometimes it's not, you know. But they also got like, I think, two uh, songs that are uh, American. And like me and Brendan were talking about earlier, um, that could those could be either a flashback for Killmonger or Ironheart scenes, you know? Right. There's a song that we'll get to later that felt like it didn't fit the vibe of the rest of the music's on the soundtrack. And I think that that you were right when you said you thought it was um it seemed like it would be like a, a scene that focused on Riri. Yeah. Ironheart. Yeah. And I mean that'd be dope. Cause it cause isn't she like she's from New York, you know? Yeah, I have no idea, but I think so. So, I mean... Right, and I think the cool part about that whole aspect of the um, the first album versus the second album is that I seriously doubt the first album was intentional, you know, when they did it that way. I think they were just yeah. trying to make bangers. <laughs> they were just like, Kendrick, you are the most popular artist, or you're one of the most popular artists right now. You're a genius, write this. But it, it works out that it, it does, like... The music sort of mirrors the I mean, villain, the, the antagonist in the, in the movie. I mean, right next to Recovery by Eminem, that, that album might be my number one album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so we just went on like a uh, an hour-long argument about Eminem. So that's the yeah, only reason so. he brought that up. So thanks for reminding I just, me. I just wanted to be you, that There's guy. no other way to bring that up. But yeah, cool. I guess you like Eminem. Whatever. I'm just saying Recovery is like such a good album. Okay, anyways. anyways um, Jinx. Double Jinx. Jinx. You skip double again. You're the worst. Shade. Thank you. Um. Anyways, <laughs> staying in. I think at this point, it makes sense to uh, start going down the list, right? Yeah. So the first track, "Lift Me Up" by by Rihanna. Yeah. Um, what did you think? It was okay. I don't. It was. It was overhyped. E- Way over. Yeah, I agree. It was okay. I mean, it was like. I mean, Riri's back. You know. <laughs> yeah, but I was hoping she would come back and deliver something a little better. Yeah. Like, I mean, not that this song is bad. It's just that it is very... Um, mellow. Mellow, correct. But it's... it's There's not much that happens. I right? mean, and I don't mean it's like... It's a it's a ballad, but it's a... It's, a, it's not like a Rihanna ballad, yeah. wherein, like, there's lots of, you know, changes in, like, the notes. It's not like, you know, it's very... It feels very funeral-like. And I mean, that's part part of the issue is that I think it, in the context of the movie, it's good, but it doesn't yeah. it doesn't stand on its own. I mean, yeah, we all know what scene it probably is going to be put into. <laughs> if you watch the music video, which I I did listen to it when it first dropped, I didn't. I listened to a few clips and I was like, eh, it sounds pretty good. But I yeah, I I watched the music video and then I knew right away that that was that was definitely the funeral. Yeah. It's um that's and that's in in the movie I'm sure it's going to be very emotional but the the issue is that the song that not much happens in it and because of that it does not stand on its own very well in my opinion. Want to hear something really sad? It's very beautiful. That being said, it's it, very beautiful. It, it is. Her it voice is. is always incredible, but she, it is. She has such a good voice. I'm like I'm not saying it's bad. It's just like I love, in the, it, it requires the context of the movie, I think. Rihanna might be my th- th- top five favorite female singers of yeah. all time. At least top five. Because I can't think of any other female singer I like. Billie Holiday. Oh, Billie Holiday. I do like Billie Holiday. I, I like some Adele. Not a lot. Adele's got a beautiful voice, too. She's another one who has good songs, but I just I don't listen to her music. Yeah. Um. I think I just don't like Adele because I think I just don't listen to Adele because Mom overplayed Rolling in the Deep. 
when it first came out. Yeah, I remember when that came out. Dear Lord. Mom this is going to be, this is such a weird memory, and I don't know why I have this, but um, I went to a, a like a, Spencer used to be in work at, not work, but he used to be part of a dance studio when we were kids. Like, we were young. And that song was one of the songs they danced to. And I have no idea why I remember that. Oh, I remember Spencer doing dance. Yeah, but first, I don't, I don't remember. I know he did dance, but that's the only show I went to. And for some reason, every time I hear that song, I think about that. Yeah, I, I don't. Ooh, Skyfall. Skyfall. That's such a good song. Yeah. I have that liked. I should actually add that to our playlist. Oh, I thought it was already in there. I don't know if it is or not. All oh. I know is that I have it like I love that song. No, I it definitely used to be because it was I remember it used to come on in the gym. Oh, it might still be on there though. I haven't heard it in forever though, which is weird. So yeah, Lift Me Up. Yeah, it was it was okay. Not one I don't think I'd listen to. Like just to listen to it. I'd right. have to be in the mood. You know, maybe in like a I don't know what mood I'd have to be, a sad mood. Hopeful, maybe? Yeah, it's pretty... Sad, but hopeful, I think. Yeah, like, maybe, like, a death. <laughs> like, someone... Yeah, when you're, like, really depressed that they're gone, but you're like, eh, it's, it maybe was, it's better. It, it was for <laughs> the, be better. Yeah, it was for the best. You know, like, you're, like, happy, but you're sad at the same time. Yeah, I get you. Happy, but sad. There happy, you go. but sad. That'd be a good one. Sadly happy. No, happily sad? Wait. <laughs> I, I also just wish... They hyped Rihanna coming back so much. Yes. For one song. I wish she would have been in here a little more. Yeah, when they when they announced that, I assumed that meant that she was gonna be involved more. Yeah, because Which she, I mean maybe she's she was involved in helping, but like maybe. yeah, she, she only did the one song. What if she did a cameo? In the movie? Yeah. She's an actor, too. What's she been in? She was in Rio, wasn't she? I have no idea. Oh, no, I've was, literally never seen that. That movie. was Bruno Mars. I know she acts. Did you just confuse Bruno Mars with Rio? No, I just I thought about who was I. I was I was like, there's some rapper or artist in Rio. She do oh home ow sorry I didn't mean to slap you like that home oh yeah Battleship too dude home that's actually such a good movie that is that movie is underrated the soundtrack was good I loved the soundtrack. I loved this movie when it came out. I remember I went to go see it in the theaters, um, and when it, when they eventually put it on Netflix, I watched it literally every week. I'm not even I'm not even embarrassed to say that. Yo, for the longest time, I thought it was the boob, not the boob. You're the worst. I, for so long. Okay, let's move on right. to um, track number two, "Love and Loyalty," subtitle "Belief" <laughs> by DBN Gogo, Sino. Um solo, Kamo Mfela, Young Stunna, and Busiswa. All of those are probably mispronounced. So, so I'll apologize yeah. now and then in advance for all of the names after this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Words. I'm not gonna lie to you. Completely forgot <laughs> that one. It was there were parts. It was like weird oh right okay now that I is the one yeah, yeah i remember it had like um three different it felt like it had three different acts yeah I like there was three one. very different sections i did not like this one yeah i didn't like it it was interesting it was it was interesting like the um in the middle section i remember i liked a lot but the beginning and the end i didn't like the thing i think the reason why i like the first one so much is the first one had a lot of mellow and like sad tunes and i kind of like sad tunes i'm not gonna lie like sad vibes a little bit you know i think the reason why this one or the old one was because there was like it was mellow and slowed down this one was really hype like a lot of the songs were kind of hype songs you know i disagree completely okay i didn't i don't think there was like mellow mellow none of them mellow. are i mean i'll agree that this the album isn't like mellow per se but i wouldn't say hype songs I don't think there's a single song in here that like. Okay, I'll take away hype then, but like more up songs then. Yeah, that's fair. You got I up mean, and down. I don't know. Is Black Panther one really that mellow? I think Black Panther one had a lot of mellow, more mellow than this one, at least. I not mellow. These are not mellow, but they're like. Um, I'll agree that they are like uh, chill. Chill, slow. Chill. They're, chill. I'll say yeah. chill. Definitely not mellow, but I'll I'll go with chill. I can agree with that. Like, here's how I'm going to put it. A lot of the songs in this one are songs that I would listen to to get hyped up for a wrestling match. Really? Yeah. I mean, some of them. Huh. I, 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 none of these songs to me felt very, like, hype. Really? But that's just me. 
Like, I would never, I don't think any of these songs I would listen to if I wanted to get hyped up. Alone was a good one. Yes, I. so I guess we'll move on to the next one. <laughs> that makes sense. 17. <laughs> Number three. Um, Alone was good. Alone, it was really good. I actually really felt, I liked that one a lot. Yeah, Burna I Boy. I didn't think you were going to like that one. I thought you weren't going to like it. his voice because he's Jamaican. I thought you were going to like... I don't know. Like, there's just, for some reason, I felt like you wouldn't enjoy his rap, like his rhythm. No, I liked it. Alone was actually really, really good. Yeah, the flow was nice. I really liked it. And like we were talking about earlier, our opinions might change, you know. um, Based on the context of the movie. Yeah, like what scenes these songs are in. So, I don't know. So, Alone's probably going to be in the beginning. Maybe a Chadwick Boseman scene or like a Killmonger flashback. Well, I would think that like... Or maybe she's just crying about her brother's death. I I would think that the the track list on the the playlist is the order that they'll appear in the movie. Yeah. So Lift Me Up, Funeral might be the start of the movie. Probably will. I mean, I think that makes the most sense to start it in the beginning. Like, I don't think they like filmed with him. I think they did. Did they really? I think they started when he was still oh, alive. I have no idea. Then yeah, then yeah, I'm sure there's a little bit in the beginning, but regardless, they can't have done too much, right? Yeah, probably not. I mean, <laughs> there's no like, there's no like delicate way to put this. Did, did, oh, wasn't yeah. it in like August or November? This I know they started filming when he was still alive and he was still healthy. You know, okay, like a little bit though, because he did an interview and he talked about it, and they were like, they asked him. um... So he knew he was going to die in the movie, um, but he talked about it. But didn't he give that interview after or before Endgame, after Infinity War? I think it was. Because I, I think I remember, I think I remember this. I think we've talked about this and I did some research and then like he said, oh, I'm dead because he dies at the end of Infinity War. I thought it was directed to Black Panther 2. We all, we'll have to look. I, we could be talking about different interviews. Okay, yeah. That, that is also likely. Because I know there was one, I know for a fact there was one afterwards where they were like, what about Black Panther 2? And he was like, oh, I'm dead. I just, and it was right out, it was before Endgame came out. Man, I just swear, I swear that he was there for like the first. No, I think you're right. I think I, I remember hearing he was filming. At least I think a, you're right. He has to at least be in the movie a little bit, you know, because they had to have filmed with him in it. You know, I mean, like I said, I think I think you're right. I think I remember hearing that, but I wonder. I just don't know how much they could have done. I don't know how he passes on in the movie. Yeah, I don't know what what they're gonna do about that. They could pull a uh, what's the Asian guy from Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. I don't even remember. Uh, I don't like Tokyo Drift. Yeah, Han, Han. You're right. And and like they do that little flashback in Fast and Furious Seven of him getting into the car accident. You know, when they pronounce, when they tell everybody that Han's dead. So, I mean, they might do something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I hope they make, I, I hope they don't make it like a bad death. What do you mean? Define bad. Like a, a superhero worthy death, you know, like Iron Man's death was superhero worthy. Not like how I would want him to go. I kind of would prefer him to die in his own movie or at least Iron Man. So four. you want like Black Panther to die in like a fight with with namor that or like yeah i'll say namor i'd be okay with that or maybe i don't know i can't think of any other way right namor it's would tough. have to be the only way unless umbaku and him get into a fight or something if umbaku kills t'challa i'll be so angry i love umbaku so much that's true i i can't i love him He's cool. He can't kill T'Challa. If he kills T'Challa, I think I'll, I'll like, throw the my popcorn and walk out of the theater. I'll be so upset. You know what was a really funny scene in Black Panther 1 with M'Baku? Agent Agent Ross is uh, talking about... Uh, Agent Ross is in front of M'Baku when they go to give him the flower, right? After T'Challa dies and stuff, and he gets thrown off. And I can't remember exactly what he says, and he's like joking about eating agent ross and, he goes, and he's like i'm just kidding we're vegans we're vegetarian that was yeah that was funny that was a hard scene when they find out he's still alive yeah that was whack yeah well how lucky do you gotta be you know it shows like like uh mbaku's moral compass like he still cares yeah he could have just been he has honor because he could have just been like 
give me the herb <laughs> and just let T'Challa die and not even told them. Yeah. And what difference would it have made to them? But no, he was like, I can't take it. Well, he he prob- was like, your king is not dead. Well, he probably knew that he would have to go to war with Wakanda eventually then. Because oh. he knows how messed up this guy is. Yeah, he for sure knew. I mean, I mean, T'Challa even came in. No, that was after he got revived. Never mind. Mm-hmm. When he was like, they'll come for you. But I mean, I mean, it just shows he he easily could have just. And if you think about it, no, because no, he wouldn't have been able to do it because the Dora Milaje would have fought with Killmonger. Imagine, they wouldn't have come to M'Baku's side. What if M'Baku dies in this one? Dude, <laughs> I'll be so upset. He's such a good character. He is. I, I He's such a cool, cool character. Winston Duke does such a good job at making him both menacing and yet also fun. What was I watched a movie with him in it? Oh, uh, Us. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, Us. That was that's such a good movie. Yeah, it's so good. I heard it was good. It's it's Jordan Peele, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little spooky. Spooky. Um. Okay, moving on to the next one. No woman, no cry by Tim. Yes, dude, this one was so good. I really wish they would have done the cut to All Right by Kendrick, but even alone, it's so good because I love Bob Marley so (laughs) much. And like, I was nervous at first, you know, when when I first heard it, I heard her, you know, when we watched the trailer and she sang No Woman, No Cry. And I was like, oh, crap, it's going to be a crappy remix. No, it's actually really good. Yeah, she has a beautiful voice. It's incredible. It's so good, you know, and man. Yeah, it's another one that is, it's very good, but I wouldn't listen to it. That was the- I like it, but I wouldn't listen to it. That was the perfect song to pick out of this whole album for the first trailer. Right? They couldn't have done a better one. Well, I mean, dude, when the trailer came out, we were gassing it up so much, but it still stands. Hang on a minute. I teared. Sorry, I had to sneeze. Um, I teared up, bro. Plus the uh, the transition into All Right was incredible. Like, just, it yeah. was so good. And like you just said, yeah, I'm I'm- it, I wish that they had put that medley on the album. I bet you they'll post maybe it sometime. Unless it's already posted and we just haven't looked at it. Oh, I'm sure it is. I mean, you remember that? There's that Juice World campfire freestyle I showed you the other day? Yeah. That's on here as a podcast. Really? Because somebody just recorded the, the audio and uploaded it. Oh, yeah. I've seen a lot of those songs that are like on YouTube or something that I like a lot, but they're remixes, you know? Yeah. Or so, like unreleased songs. So they have to do it as a podcast. I do like that. That's what they had to do with uh, with um, Kyrie Kyrie Irving. Or wait, um, uh, man, it was a song by Lil Dicky, and it was uh, it was Russell Westbrook on a farm, and no, it was so good though. It, and it was I, it was so good, and it was about uh, Russell Westbrook on a farm. Oh, really? And how yeah, he grew up on a farm and stuff, and it was just about how about how he grew up to be a good basketball player. And what he did was the backtrack was a uh, pound cake by uh, Drake. That's how I found pound cake. I, I didn't even know about that song until I listened to where Russell Westbrook on a farm, you know, cause I loved the background beat of that so much. And the album cover was Lil Dicky's head, you know, like, side view you know yeah like the pound cake and I, I was like dang that looks like a drake song that looks like a drake one and then i found it and i was like oh okay so this is the original so yeah now i really like pound cake but that song's so good nice but um yeah so where do we get to that from i, don't I really can't know. even remember anyways i guess we'll go on to the next song <laughs> um um arboles bajo el mar translates to trees under the sea He's Hispanic. By uh, Vivir Quintana, Mare Advertencia Lirica. That's why he could pronounce them and I can't. Um, what did you think of this one? Uh, I know you're not going to like I, it. I, I <laughs> really like it. It was, I mean, I could tell it's definitely from the movie. Definitely. Yeah, that's the thing about this whole thing is that all of these songs, they're interesting and they're cool to listen to. They just, outside of the movie... They're not songs someone would listen to, probably. I mean, a lot of people would, but some I would listen to. Yeah. Or you. I mean, I I don't know. It's just, with the first album, they were kind of separate. They're, like, not a, a, a lot of them, but not a lot were in the movie, you know? Because the F-bomb was being dropped every other word in a lot of those ones. 
But this one, you could tell almost all of them are in the movie. And in the album cut, co- and on the album cover, it says songs from and inspired by. You know, that so they did that a lot in the first one. Like, like which one? Like I'm trying to think of a couple that weren't even in the movie. I have to look at the album. Yeah, but, I don't remember off the top of my head, but but man, yeah, I need to buy that vinyl so bad. Yeah, I've been wanting to buy that. Anyways, this song, <laughs> this song, I I actually I really liked it. It's another one that's like I'm never gonna listen to, but it's like a nice sort of like um, little vibe. Yeah, it's like very. Well, I told you it reminded me of um, White Rabbit. I can't even remember who it's by now. I feel bad, but from Neo. It's by Neo. By Neo himself, yeah. yeah he's from, it. from the Matrix 4 trailer. Just in the sense, in in, not even really that the tracks are all that similar, just in the fact that, like, it's of like a very low key, like, just a guitar, or in this case, a, like a, a percussion instrument and just the voice, and that's really it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was interesting, but another one that I'm probably not really ever going to listen to. So, let, let's, um, let's talk about. The next one, interlude, interlude. Jinx. Jinx, triple. Oh yeah, Brennan. Yeah, you got it first, just barely. Um, interlude by Stormzy. Mbaku. This is this song. I will say is one that um earlier I was talking about how it's not really hype. This is the closest it gets to hype. Yeah. Like and it's not like a hype. Like it's it is hyping me up. This is like the pre-hype song. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I um yeah I really like this one. It it was it's kind of chillaxing. Uh, it feels like it kind of reminds me of um, gosh, what's that? What's that Creed song that Future sang? Um, Last Breath. Last Breath. It yeah, that's that's me. a a good comparison. And I love Last Breath. Last Last Breath is such a good wrestling song. Which and Last Breath, that's the one that plays when um Creed is like running outside Rocky's apartment, right? And they've gosh, got the yeah, that's the cycle of uh, uh, four wheelers, and yeah, that's such a good movie. That's a good movie. That's a good scene. That is a good scene. Oh man, the I cinematography is really good. Ryan Coogler, same director as Black Panther One. Really? Yeah. You want to hear something? You something sad? No. Uh, Go the, ahead. The director uh, at the premiere for Black Panther, Ryan Coogler. Yeah, he was wearing a necklace. I saw that, and it had chat. It was a photo of Chadwick Boseman. That was really sad. That was pretty sad. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Anyways, this song, I was really good. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Not to yeah. just change the subject, but you're uh, going to start crying soon. I can see it in your eyes. You can't prove it. <laughs> it was really good. It, it was like a, um, this is going to be a song for M'Baku. Definitely. Like, it could be like. That's this one, right? It could be a, or it might be coming back. No, it, this wasn't, this, it wasn't the one for M'Baku. Yeah. This no. is the one that we were like, we felt like it was, um. The vibes in the beginning are like kind of sad, but then at the end it was like angry. Like it felt yeah. like in the beginning they're mourning something, and then at the end they're like getting ready for a battle. Yeah, like you can you can somewhat guess in in all of these songs maybe the type of scene it's gonna be. Right. Yeah. I kind of like doing that. You know. You can. Yeah. You can kind of get a, a sense of the vibe that's gonna be playing out there. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um. But this one actually. If our interlude, I think I'm going to add, it's already on the playlist, but I think it might be not a daily, but like, oh. I'm going to probably listen to it more than I listen to to um the other one. Yeah. Alone. That's understandable. I really like that one. Coming Back For You might be different though. I really like that one more. This uh, one was good. It was good. Yeah. There was this, just that part, like the background track I didn't like. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I forgot about that. Coming Back For You, what we're talking about now, Coming Back For You by uh, Fireboy DML. The mall. The mall. Fireboard the mall. <laughs> um, this, yeah, it was this one I really liked a lot, yeah, actually. It was really good. It was just that one part in the, like, the sample, or the, not sample, but the background I didn't like. Yeah. Other than that, I, I was, like, vibing with it the whole time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was good. I, we guessed Riri, um, was, that was her song, right? Oh, we thought Limoncello was. For oh, Riri. that's right. That's the only one that we knew that we thought like definitely was for was for Riri. But I suppose moving on, <laughs> Limoncello, which is alcohol, by uh, you said. OG Dave, Dave featuring Future. Future. Yeah, I get. I looked it up, and <laughs> it is uh, a type of Italian alcoholic beverage. For all we know, Riri could be struggling. She she's just. Like, <laughs> 
That yeah, it's, the title didn't fit the vibe of the song at all. Yeah, not really. Not really at all. No, um, it was a good song. I liked it. Yeah, I thought I mean, it was good too. I actually, I really liked when Future came in. His feature was good. Future's I, feature <laughs> was good. I I usually just don't like uh, Future. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I'm not that big a fan of him either, like his music. But again, I gotta be in the mood. Yeah, he's got a, a few bangers. Like um, yeah. Well, yeah, that whole album with Juice World, I love. Last breath. That one's always Last good. breath. Um, that one with Drake. For a nut. I I I, I don't, that's not the one I was talking about, but <laughs> it's catchy. It is. Um, what's another? There's another one from that album that I really like. Did he do twenty? Uh, what? Uh, did he do twenty fifty five? No, that's um, Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, 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 yeah. This sound pretty similar. I'm not gonna lie. I like uh, uh, the Fortnite, obviously. <laughs> Puffin' on Zooties is actually kind of good. Dude, these names. Yeah, these names are stupid, but that song is actually kind of good. Holy Ghost, No Security, <laughs> Voodoo. I Kodak. don't like Kodak Black. You don't? No, I do not like Kodak I only like one Kodak Black song, and that's uh, Gremlin. Super Gremlin, sorry. I, there's a song that I think I have him liked in, but, um, but I can't even remember what it is. Oh yeah, drowning with them. Um, oh, drowning. That's is a good. banger. Yeah. Oh, I guess I have Silent Hill too, but I don't even really like that one. Silent Hill's good. Super Gremlin is like one of my favorite Kodak Black songs. That's it. I really don't like a lot of Kodak Black. I've never listened to Kodak Black. I'm not gonna lie. I should probably listen to a little more of Kodak Black. Yeah, I know. I yeah, I, I know literally two songs. Because he didn't he used to be like super popular. Used to be, yeah. But back in the day, no, I think it's didn't he now. kill someone? I think so. He was in prison for a long time, wasn't he? I think it was in a Walmart parking lot he killed someone. That is the most hilarious place to kill someone. I might wait. Wait, that's a Dave Chappelle joke. There's a rapper that That's Lil Baby, I think. Or maybe it's okay. Baby. I can't remember, but some rapper, some famous rapper killed somebody in a Walmart parking that's lot. That's a Dave Chappelle joke. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember who it is. But I don't think it's Kodak Black, but I think Kodak Black killed somebody in a hotel. Kodak Black is Kodak Black. I'll Google it. He's Kodak Black killed somebody. Murder. <laughs> Oh, he was almost murdered. Oh, anyways, that's not... What was I else going to look up? Little Baby. Oh, Little Baby. Yeah, I'm just going to... I don't know if that's even him. Dave Chappelle. Apollo. It's Wal- Chappelle wrong. Walmart killing. It's oh, it's the baby. Yeah, yeah I was right. The baby, yeah. He, I guess he killed somebody. <laughs> yeah, well. In a parking lot. I guess I don't know if that's true. That was just a Dave Chappelle joke. I mean, it happens. I'm sure it happened. Probably. Moving on. Oh, actually, I do want to talk about this one really quick. Okay. Um. Okay, so... Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Anya. Anya. Mm, mm, ach, I don't speak Igbo, which is the language from uh, this that, that this song is in from Nigeria. Dude. Um, Anya. Nuri? Sure. And it is by CK and Pink Pantheris. This one was actually good. I liked it. I didn't obviously didn't understand a single word. It's entirely in Igbo. But yes. the name literally translates to eye water which is which i would assume crying yeah i would i would think tears is what it like colloquially stands for yes not eye water although what are tears if not eye water mm-hmm. you know salty <laughs> anyway <laughs> i thought this song was good it was like it had a um yeah, it was an interesting bad. vibe the whole time. I was like kind of grooving to a it. A lot of those, these songs had an interesting vibe. They, yeah, they, they all grooved, I thought. They were groovy. Yeah. Even the ones that I didn't really like, I was kind of like... Mm-hmm. Still catchy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about catchy. Well, yeah, not catchy because I wouldn't be able to sing it. I but. can't pronounce a single word. Yeah. <laughs> but it was... um. I, I What we said at the start, I think, where it... um. They were going for more like culturally accurate music. Yeah. Rather than you know hits for us, like we're we're American, you know, so that we listen, we don't really listen to this kind of music. But you said it's so American. We're American. I'm, <laughs> I, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, right? no, like, I, I get like, you. It's more of like it's. It, this isn't a rap album. It's like an Afro. Oh yeah. It's like a sort of Afro hip hop like Spanish uh, ballad type. And I like that they're doing that. I mean, I like. I I think it's awesome. I th- yeah, it, it's it's cool. I mean, it's hip. I mean, I wish I'd known that before I decided to listen to this album. Yeah, because like we just like we talked about the album. They the songs all make more con will make more sense and be cooler in context of the movie. Mm. Unlike the first album, 
Um, the first album was just bangers, bangers all around. I love that album so oh, yeah. much, man. Against I, I, again, next to recovery. There's a song in there by Absol. It's one of the only Absol songs I like. Which one? I don't even remember what it's called, dude. The Ways is my favorite one on the entire album. Oh, with Sway and Khalid? Dude, yeah. I love that one. That's a good point. I've been talking when last time we talked about this, I said Khalid did his oh, with the weekend. No. I, it's with Sway. I, I am I was wrong. I am is my favorite. I am is so oh, good. I I yeah, mine is uh The Ways, the Ways. is good. But Bloody Waters is the one with Absol. Oh, Bloody that one's good Waters. too. I like I like uh uh the first one, the Black Panther. Black Panther. <laughs> I like that song because at the start of it, it's a lighter, and you can hear the lighter flick. Yeah, yeah, I really cool. like that. It's kind of cold. Um, anyways, so then the final song that we wanted to talk about is uh, "Inframundo," which stands for "Underworld" by Blue Rojo. Um, this one I was vibing to like so hard. Okay. Like the whole time you, I mean, you were trying to talk to me while this song was playing <laughs> yeah. and I literally, I can't even make this up. I put my hand up. I didn't say a single word. I put the hand up and stopped and was just like vibing. And I actually talked to the hand. You did. Yeah. You talk, you shut up. I was like, uh, I think, the uh, whole, I think I really didn't care. I think I just kept talking to your hand. This song is like, it was really emotional. After a while, I started hallucinating your hand started talking back. I believe that you're insane. I don't know. This, um, I really like this song. This is one that I could bop to. I forgot. I, despite the fact that I was talking about how just how much I like it, I forgot about it until just now. <laughs> That's why, I, like you know, I was like, "There's not that many songs," but this one. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of forgot. I really like this one. It's because it was right at the end. We we it was towards the end. We were like getting fatigued. Yeah. Um. Do you think this is that song is gonna be Shiri and her mom fighting? Because I I um. Like we talked about, I think we talked about this a while ago. That I feel like Shiri and her mom there's gonna be some conflict because you know she she blames other countries for her her family's death, you know, like America or something like that. And like, remember when the she, point is she's angry at like the world. She's, ang- yeah, from, she's from angry from the trailer. We it's it looks like we should should say from the two minute trailer. Yeah, I mean she's angry, and I feel it. And you know, Shiri is a good person, you know, and she probably doesn't want war. You know? yeah, yeah, I mean, Shuri was pushing for, you know, like, um, them to get out and, re- like, you know, to yeah. lead with the outreach. I don't think Shuri would be upset. And I, and I don't know, I just, I, I, I really feel like that song might be like, like a scene where Shuri and her mom are fighting, you know? Because, like, the lyrics you just showed me. Yeah. That kind I am. Um, yeah. It very well could be. To me, this seems to me more like, um, and I don't really have any basis for this bait off of anything, but I feel like this is the kind of thing they would play like Namor's wife died. <laughs> like, and he's like holding her corpse. He, like she dies, whatever. And it's like, a, you know, he's got like, he's on there on the ground and he's holding her body, like clutching her and crying. And then it's just like, there's no the um the actual sound of the world is drowned out and all they play is this and it's like you know like one of those death you know, scenes you know Shuri could have a uh this could be Shuri Shuri getting the like the heart flower and her going to the afterlife that's a very good point that's and, an incredibly good point it's considering it means underworld and that's to, genius and I hadn't to, thought of that and T'Challa is telling her to get back into the real world so that way she can win the fight you know. Yeah, because explain the translation so people can understand a little more. All right, so the translation for the first part of the song that I'm repeating is like, uh, it's gone, I've lost, you're leaving, get out of here, it's not your house, you no longer exist for me, for me, it's gone, I've lost it, you're leaving, get out of here, it's not your house, don't come near me, You're you already tired me woman 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 i do not allow you to touch me i already jumped woman woman, woman okay but the, woman, the woman. way you're saying it like it makes it sound like the you're you're because you're not put, you're just reciting it you're not putting any emotion in it it sounds like he's just a like a misogynistic yeah jerk. okay but it's like a, it's an emotional like yeah it's breakup a, song like, it is and yeah. not like it's like a breakup song but like one where you can tell like he's dying like a heavy breakup yeah like it's tough and it's just oh did chadwick boseman have any brothers i i kind of i because they might do they might do a do what they did with paul walker 
in Fast Seven if he does have any brothers. I just thought I just thought about that. You know, that's a valid point. I hope not. I really, I really would rather not. But I understand that. You know, I understand why they would have to do it or why they would do that. Yeah. But um. Yeah, they could do a deep fake. You know, for yeah. all I know, and entirely it's, possible. Yeah, and it's Disney, so it's probably gonna look bad. They've done it for yeah, lots of people before. Mm. I think they've done it for dead people, haven't they? Who'd they deep fake? I know they deep fake someone. Carrie Fisher. No, Carrie Fisher. No, did Carrie Fisher die in uh, Rogue One? Or did she die around Rogue One? Because I know she died before the last... I think it was after... The, it was... Wasn't it right before The Last Jedi came out? Stan Lee. They, they deep faked Stan Lee, right? Oh, they did? I thought they just had those like saved up in the vault. Like, I, they just, I could be oh, wrong. I th- oh, I thought they deep faked it. I have no idea. I just that's I thought I heard that. I have no idea. I have no basis for that. So you could be right. I don't know who else they would have defaked. All I know is that they uh, the only defects I could think of are like defects to make the actors look younger. Yeah, right. Like, like, not somebody who's dead. Like Robert Downey Jr. in uh, Civil War in the first scene. You know, exactly. Yeah. 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 That, like hologram or like Luke. Yeah. Or like Luke. Yeah. Like that Luke. looked terrible. Really bad. But um. Oh, you know what? They did it with um. What a weird connection. They did it to Tony's mom in The Sopranos. Really? She died like uh, right before the beginning of season three. And so for in the beginning of season three, spoiler alert, um, Tony's mom is alive, but then she dies like a couple episodes into season three. So for those first few episodes, she's um, they have to CGI her face on. Hmm. And I didn't know that when the first watching, but then on my second watch, I get, you could tell. Yeah. Like when it, now that I knew to look for it, it was like, yeah, it didn't look very good. Yeah. But I, I mean, yeah, they could defake Chadwick Boseman. Entirely possible. Entirely. And like you said, like I, I have no idea how long they filmed with him. So they could have got enough that like they don't have to deepfake a lot. They could have. They could have. Like if they could have just done a death scene, you know? Yeah. And like you said, if, you know, there, there was an interview, he could they could have just filmed him dying. Or they, this could have always been the plan. He could have been in the first half of the movie. Exactly true. Or entirely possible. You know, uh, who knows? We don't know until the movie comes out. These are all predictions. But I'm telling you right now, if we guessed a lot of these, <laughs> you better like... <laughs> I think a few of these are going to be accurate. These are pretty... These are logical guesses, you know? Yeah, there's one song in here that I can't remember where it's, what it is, but it's, I thought it was interlude, but it's not. It's a, I'm pretty sure it's not, but it's got. it's definitely going to be an M'Baku scene. Yeah, they've got the um, it's like a sample of when the um, Jabari warriors are like doing their chants, you know, mm. there's a sample of that. I can't remember which song it is. That's going to bother me. I don't want to re-listen to them all right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I love Mbaku. Yeah, again, we'll have more. We'll have more like, you know, yeah, understanding when, when the movie comes out. Yeah, I think the, I think this was. I th- you know, honestly, I think I might be glad that we did this now because when we actually watch the movie, I'm going to be paying attention to these things. Whereas yeah. before, I might not have paid attention to the soundtrack and I would have missed out on like a, a deeper hidden level. And we's going opening day. Yeah, we're going early. Yeah, because I, we, me and Brennan have been so excited for this movie. We've been waiting forever. Right? Like, ever since they even released, like... The first one. For four years. <laughs> and then, like, they... And then they were like, oh, yeah, we're doing a second one. We've been waiting so long. Oh, yeah. I can't believe it's finally here. Yeah, yeah. for real. It's next week. I know, which is crazy. So, yeah, that's a, that sort of leads us into our final business, I suppose. Yeah. Um, we are... Uh, Going to be obviously going to see Black Panther in theaters. And then shortly after that, sometime after that, I suppose, not necessarily shortly, we will be recording our review to post that on here. Um, And it's worth noting that if you don't want to go see the movie yet, the first, you know, give or take 10 minutes are are always our, uh, our no spoiler reviews. So you can get our instant reactions and then come back later if you decide you want to exactly you don't want to hear our our spoiler filled thoughts yeah i'm i'm so excited for this movie so i mean so are you you know yeah a lot of potential who knows i'm really excited for the post-credit scene yeah i hope they bring in dr doom (laughs) there's so much potential they could do for the post there's so much they can do with it I mean, it's, it's awesome. this is like one of the biggest like Marvel movies of the year. Oh wait, except for 
Spider-Man. Wait, no, that was last year. That was this year. Really? Wasn't oh, yeah. It February? Yeah. No, it wasn't. No, it was Multiverse November. was February. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right, because um, Multiverse was February, wasn't it? Yeah. No, Multiverse was in July. Oh, yeah, Multiverse Madness was in July. Was in February. Wait, no, Thor was in July. Thor was in July. Multiverse was February. No and way then home. home was last year, right? Yeah. yeah. So this might this this is gonna be the biggest Marvel movie of the year. Oh, for sure. And hopefully it's the best. It it has to be. I mean, Thor was not that good. 2021. Last year. <laughs> Doctor Strange wasn't that good. <laughs> Doctor Strange was bad, yeah. I hate that movie, and you know that. I'll say Thor was okay. Okay, but this is the second best Thor movie as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. This movie has a lot of potential. Probably ain't going to be the first. The, the first is like Marvel history, in my opinion. One of the epics. Yeah, it's it's my number one favorite MCU movie. Number one, without a doubt. I had to think about it for a second. Yeah, it's at least top five, seven. Really? It used to be top five. I, I haven't reworked the list recently, so it, I don't know if it's top five anymore. It's but. my top five. If not, if not, at least top seven. Though. It's definitely top seven. Definitely top. Five. It's a weird number to like specify. Yeah, but I didn't want to say top ten because it's better than that. It's my top six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, what? How do we get to that? What were we just talking about? Oh yeah, Black Panther. I'm a Black. I'm a little bit worried. It's I'm trying to like tamp down my expectations. Like I know yeah. I've been I've been trying to expect the worst and hope for the best, but expect. The worst, especially after Doctor Strange. You know, I'm yeah. hoping for the best, except or expecting the wait the other way around. Wait, what? I, <laughs> I'm, I'm confused myself. This the reason why I'm I'm not gonna compare it to Doctor Strange is because Sam Raimi directed that. Yeah, and a and, lot of my issues with that are based off of him. And they kept the same director for this one. You know? Yeah, Ryan Coogler is doing some great work. I'm so happy they did not switch directors. Me too. I'm glad he came back. Yeah. I'm glad he came back. Did you see what happened to him? When uh, Black Panther, like, the first one came out. No. The, the uh, cops showed up at his house because they thought he was the suspect of a, of a robbery. <laughs> so he was, like, at, at his, he was, like, they have, like, body cam footage of him and, like, five cops standing outside his house talking to him about armed robbery. And he's, like, talking about, do you guys know who I am? <laughs> Why would anybody know who he is? Uh, well, because to think he he's look, he's I love him. He's everything. I think he's an incredible director. But to act like he's famous enough that people should recognize him. What else does he direct? He's stupid. Creed. Uh, I want to say Fruitvale Station, um, which is another Michael B. Jordan one. I think that's really it. Like he hasn't done a lot, but he's done some really good work. I spelled Coogler with three O's. <laughs> Coogler. <laughs> he looks like um, what's that dude's name? <laughs> oh, Hannibal. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I was gonna say, but that's so funny. <laughs> he looks. I think he looks like animal, dude. That is hilarious. Okay, uh, director. <laughs> yeah, Black Panther one and two, Creed, Fruitvale Station. I literally only know those are the only full like full feature films he's done. I only, I only know like three of those movies. Well, there's only four movies. Only know three. <laughs> yeah, these are the only feature length films, and they're all good. Dude, he needs to start directing more. Yeah, he does. Writer. Oh, no, that doesn't count. Oh, he's doing the story for Creed 3, though. Oh, okay. Okay, that means it's going to be good. <laughs> I'm excited for Creed 3. With Jonathan Majors? Yeah. And he looks sexy. Jacked. He's jacked. Yeah, jacked. That's what You're I said, so too. Gay. That's what I said, too. I said so jacked. Gay. I don't know what you mean. Yeah. No, dad. Dad. Dude, he looks awesome. He looks so... I'm so excited for that. Anyways, let's wrap up this plot. <laughs> that was uh, that was plenty. Um, <laughs> oh, you going? Um, yeah. So um, as always, uh, like, follow, do the things. I'm so tired of giving the spiel. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, like, follow, please share. Um, please, please. I, I don't know. Family, friends, dogs. We're trying to have a bigger social media presence. Um, as you saw we. Hopefully, you saw that we posted the. Um, that little Black Adam review. We're going to hope to do that with a bunch of other stuff too. keep that going. So we have um, more more content on there for you to actually pay attention to. Yes. And yes. another you all everything basically is now going to be centrally located on our um, we have a beacons page now. It is in the link in the bio 
of our Instagram. You got the the there's a um a link to go straight to the Spotify, to go to uh, our Twitter, our Instagram, um to go to the Twitch, to to go to our Patreon, you know, anything. So if you if you ever if, if you feel like sharing the podcast, be sure that that is the place that you send people to so that they have uh, access to all of our stuff. Yeah, share this with all your friends. Everybody. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Your neighbor? Your neighbor. You don't even know them. You know, it's 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 2022. Nobody knows their neighbors anymore. We could be um, your guys' bonding. We're, yeah, we're the excuse for you to get to know your neighbors. You know that New Year's resolution um, that you've had for the past three years to go meet your neighbors and be friends? Here's your excuse. Yeah, use us. Here's your chance. Only one, like, basically less than two months left in 2022. Yeah. Are you going to be a failure for the rest of the year? Use it now. Now. Fix it, huh? Come on. What are you doing? What okay, are you go. I don't. Right now. <laughs> that was so stupid. Um. Anyways, yeah. So, share the podcast. We are working on adding new segments too. Indeed. Some new little fun, fun ideas. If you have any, any good ideas for segments, segment topics. Be sure to uh, sh- shoot those to the Instagram. Yes, DM us. No promises will reply. We're uh, super busy, obviously, fielding very important uh, business calls. I'll probably reply. I'll probably reply. To <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'll reply to every one of you. I got nothing uh, better to do. <laughs> I mean, you're going to do I, Shane. So you're I supposed mean, to play along and pretend like we're busy. Oh, yeah. Hey, I got to take this phone call. <laughs> Keep that in Okay, we're gonna heart. that's all. Um, oh. okay, anyways, <laughs> G Mini Christmas. We will we will we'll catch you guys uh next week. Have a have a good day.